Hey there, super friends, whiners, throners, zombies. I'm uh, kind of doing a blanket pre-intro for Everything is Awesome, Once Upon a Wine, Late to the Game, dot, 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 of Thrones, and the Zomcast. Um, so obviously you guys know that last week we, uh, you know, I nothing got posted. Nothing got posted. Um, I tried to keep as many parties involved with the podcasts, uh, as I could to let them know that, you know, things were going to be delayed. I tried to let everyone know on Twitter that things were going to be delayed, um, just so that you knew, you know, that you weren't getting a show basically last week. Um, doing a blanket statement because I can't do this four times. Uh, for four different shows, um, and I just want to uh, quickly say that you know if if you're listening to this, then clearly your show is up today, uh, Monday or Tuesday, the seventh or eighth um, of November. Uh, and as you know, the new shows get recorded. You know, we're just going to play catch up this week. Uh, this week's going to be a lot of content flying your way that should have been posted last week um, and also the ones that should be posted this week. Uh, schedules have to be met and whatnot, uh, especially since two of the three, sh- three of the three, sh- three of the four shows are all about uh, a weekly episodic adventure, you know? So, um, and, uh, you know, just the, the family emergency that we experienced last week uh, just uh, progressed and progressed. Um, any of you that have been following me on Twitter or uh, at that Nerdy Kev or just uh, read my blog post a couple months back on nerdykev.com uh, know that my, uh, or listen to Everything is Awesome, episode 37, know that my uncle was um, battling cancer. And, um, uh, you know, I'll talk more on the subject later, I'm sure, uh, either on nerdykev.com or on, on a bonus episode of Everything is Awesome or something. Um, but unfortunately, he, uh, he lost that battle on uh, Sunday, the, the 6th, November 6th. He passed away. Um, so, uh, you know, thank you to everyone who's, you know, shown me support over the, you know, not just the last week, but the last couple of months and whatnot. And uh, especially all my, you know, personal friends who, uh, not that you super friends and miners and throners and zombies aren't friends or not, but like people that I know in my personal life that sent me texts and stuff to, to you know, send prayers and, and you know, whatnot. Um, thank you guys. Uh, it means the world to me. Um, those that you that know me and my uncle, you know that like, we were really, really close. And um, he was more of a big brother to me than than an actual uncle. Um, and uh, I guess the whole point of this pre-intro, aside for letting you know why everything's running late, is um, normally I like to shill Patreon or. Uh, show a a live show that I'm doing or something and uh, I think you know as today just be good at nerdykev.com if if you have the extra funds you'll see a donate button uh, to the everything is awesome uh, fuck cancer campaign that we um, started up a while ago I haven't really been pushing it because um, I don't know I just haven't but uh, you know do that and you know take a moment today or in the next day or two to do something that you've been meaning to do um because you never know when you're not going to have that opportunity 
Um, and you know, it's not really about me at this point. You know, I, I you know, it's, it's, um, I've dealt with my emotions. I had 32 great years with my uncle. Um, my thoughts and, and sadness now comes from the fact that his five-year-old kid doesn't have his dad anymore. And, um, so that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, anyway, um, so if you have some extra scratch and you want to help donate, um, again, if you knew my uncle, you know that the saying, fuck cancer, <coughs> you know that the saying, fuck cancer is the first thing he would have said, uh, for anyone dealing with this. When I found this, um, cancer nonprofit organization, um, I, it just, it spoke to me because, you know, because that's exactly my uncle. Uh, he was very loose with the language. That's why I'm very loose with my language. Um, and, uh, so it's kind of the, that's, you know, the, the nonprofit cancer organization that I've kind of, uh, have taken up as a, you know, a, um, I guess an unofficial uh, person sponsor or something. I don't know. I, I have no idea what I am for them. Uh, but regardless, uh, if you have some extra scratch and you want to do some good in the world, you want to be a Batman, um, you know, and you have, like I said, if you don't have the scratch, holidays are here, I get it. But if you have the extra scratch, go to nerdycap.com and you'll see a little donate button and that leads right to the Everything is Awesome um, ambassador page. That's the word I was looking for for, uh, for the fuck cancer people. Um and uh, I apologize because I'm, I'm certain as time goes on, even though I'll be healing, I will be probably getting more and more involved with, you know, cancer-related things, you know, 5Ks or whatever, uh, raising money for, for cancer research and stuff. So um, just uh, apologize for that, but it's going to happen. Uh, and I assure you that at some point... Uh, probably next week the the fun-loving shilling kev will be back to shill patreon and live shows and whatnot um but in the meantime here is your episode of either everything is awesome the once upon a wine show the zomcast or late to the game of thrones um and once again thank you all for not just being a listener but showing support um, you guys are a great fan base. You're listening to Once Upon a Wine. Aw, you guys are cuddly soft. We're going to start recording, though. We are recording, actually. We're recording. Look how cute you are. I know he looks cute. You have to put the dog down and come record, though. Why? I'm come more. I know. Okay, Wolfie. Can you go over here? Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You ready for this? All right, let's do this. What's up? What's up? Vanilla faces. Okay, welcome to brown faces and all the faces and yellow faces. Oh my God! Grab your glass of wine as we get ready to tell a story. You can say those things. I can't say those things. I said all faces. Okay. 
All faces are welcome on this program. Because anyway, welcome to Once Upon a Wine. Wine. I am your host, Aaron Stegeman. With me is my other host, as I got yelled at last podcast. Ace. Ace. And it is just this dynamic duo because everyone is passed out. <laughs> Which we barely are. Which we're barely functioning right now yeah. as it is. We just got in from Columbia, Missouri from our final screening. Uh, our final screening of the rock opera in Columbia at Stevens College, which is where you and I and eight other of our cast members all went to school. Let's see if I can name them all. We have you and I, Katie Cofield, Andrea Rutherford, Kelsey Simpson, Colin Kramer, Erica Hardy, Andrew Nunamacher, Tony Hall, and who uh, else am I forgetting? Mom, 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 mom. How many do you have? I think that's seven. I'm forgetting one person. Uh, Annie Gentleman. And Annie Gentleman. That yes. Was, that's eight. No, no, no. But then plus you and I, that's oh, ten. Okay. So there are ten alumni from Stevens College, which is a, which is a theater school in um, Columbia, Missouri, and is continuously ranked among the top Princeton Review for theater schools. We should have said the character names, too, because that's probably more what people will identify with. Well, they can Google. Um... They can IMDb that. Anyway, so we were all there. They hosted our final screening, and it was... Bananas. Bananas and awesome and emotional and... Yeah, I think it was a perfect ending to our tour. Yeah, I'm glad I planned that out. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, so, yeah, let's, before we continue, let's just cheers to that. Uh, to cheers. We drank enough alcohol for this podcast over the weekend, so we're going to Perrier this. Ready? Yeah. Not just any Perrier. Perrier it's L'Orange. Orange. Flavor. Oh, my God. That feels so good. <laughs> Water. You, per- <laughs> you perrier your iPad there. Just I- be careful because it'll pause it. Oh. Just I- leave it. Yeah. I did Perrier the iPad. Oh, I'm a hot mess today. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, so, big thank you to all of you guys who came out to the screening, if you're listening. Um, and we, all your new listeners. And all your new listeners. We made a lot of friends this weekend. And, um, yeah, it was just really cool. I, I'm trying to think, like, how can we can describe it. It was... If you went to Comic-Con, it was similar to Comic-Con in that um, we had a lot of the live components. We had dancers. We had the cast, cast was singing. Um, but it was cool because it was a late night show and the college was, the people who went were so into it. Yeah. We weren't sure what to make because this was like our first screening that wasn't targeting, you know, a once upon a time fan base or, you know, piggybacking off of a convention. And we were like, well, are, are these students, first of all, are these students going to come out to see this thing? And are they even going to get what the F is going on? Yeah. But it was... Pretty damn fun. Yeah, they were really into it. We wanted to have the students be a part of the show too, so they were, um, they were dancers. We actually had a an audience um, plant that was one of the students, and she was hilarious. Um, it really was fantastic. So I just uh, so grateful for their involvement, and they were helping with all aspects. Megan, from the lighting, Morgan, Emily, Tanil, Kristen, to Kristen, the staff that did the box Herbert, office. Michael, Herbert, Michael, Michael, Burke, Burke, so Rizan many Burke. people. <laughs> Um, to our school, our president. Thank you to Diane. Diane and Gail. Um, and Gail, And yes. Lambie. And Lambie and Peter Biger, who showed up, one yeah. of our old professors. It was really cool to see all of our old professors. And, you know, we had one. Her name was Lambie. And she... Is. 
is Lambie, uh, and she was there, and she came up afterwards, and we were talking, and, and this woman is just old theater, just, they don't make them like her anymore, I mean, you think of, I think of, like, Stella Adler when I think of her, like, she is just, like, an incredible acting theater legend, and, um, you know, when I was at Stevens, I never got cast in a musical. <laughs> I even said when we were doing the show, this is the first time I've performed a musical on stage here. And um, I went up to her afterwards, and she came up to me, and, and she had tears in her eyes and just was so so proud of us and the cast. And it was that was it was just an emotional weekend. Um, really cool to be there and to see all the students and work with them and... Um, and go out like we were in college <laughs> and realize we are not in college. Ace, you got a little too excited the first night. I didn't get any more excited than you guys. I just didn't handle it as well. <laughs> we all drank the same amount of shit. No, I, I snuck you a few of mine. Well, okay. Well, then that happened, but one of them was poisoned, so I <laughs> got a little sick. That's yes. all. Yes. Ace got a little sick. Um... <laughs> I came into our room and you you were on the toilet asleep with the bag of the trash can of puke right next to you and I took a photo and I was like oh my god got too excited you were trying to sneak into a college party or get invited get invited to a college party one of the students said that she had a party the next night and you know would maybe come after the party or something like that she was like you guys should come and I was like where is it I didn't. You act like I was trying to sleuth this out. Well, you and Andrea were trying to. to well, she go. said, "Come," and I was like, "Well, where is it?" And she's like, "15 College," and I was like, "What the hell is 15 College?" And then that's how the conversation. Started. And then I told you both that you guys are 33, 34 years old, and probably shouldn't go to a college party. Why? It's. I mean, do you not think it's a little sad? No. Because you're older, and I'm an alum. You just kind of it. It just cancels out any weirdness. Does it? Does it? Yeah. Have you not I seen? I don't think it does. Have you not seen the Will Ferrell movie? <laughs> Old school. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it while I was in college. But yeah, hun. No, that would have been sad. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know if it's fine. Um. Anyway, but Ashley Benson was there from Once Upon a Fan. She took some photos, and we hung out with her. It was just a good time. Really good time. We she saw. had a dope costume. She did. She dressed as Granny, like head to toe. It was perfect. Um, I wish we had another day to sort of recover over there because I am wiped. You can probably hear my voice. It's half gone. Man. So it's we have wrapped. We've wrapped this tour of the rock opera. And it, with that, this is our last podcast. No, it's not. Oh. It's not. We're around forever. Um, can't get rid of us. Can't get rid of us. <laughs> but we're finishing up editing uh, the Christmas album. Which, if you guys haven't um, haven't gotten your pre-order copy, do so before November 10th, and you can save three bucks. Um, you can get that at IndieTix.net and click Merchandise. That's really fun. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, what else? Anything else going on this week? Um, well, you and I film at the end of the weekend. At the end of the week, I should say. We do. We go back and finish shooting for interpreters. Yeah, so we'll be prepping for that. We're going to, what's the name of the place we're going Mount Baldy? Uh, in that area somewhere. Yeah. So we'll be shooting up there. Um, I think that's, I don't remember. Lake Arrowhead, one of those. But, um, yeah, so we're doing that. And um, what else are we doing? 
Today, as we are recording, it's Halloween. Happy Happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy birthday to our snow, Katie Coalfield. Katie Coalfield. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Jazzy Fizzle. Happy, happy birthday. Um, I don't know what else. What else? I don't know. I'm in the laziest mood ever. All I want to do is watch all of the Netflix, catch up on some Westworld. I know. And... Do it again. <laughs> I know. So let's uh, let's talk about some dark waters. That would be the name of this episode. Yes. Yes. Okay. I took notes, and I put them somewhere. It was an envelope. <laughs> was it? Move, buddy. Yeah. Okay. First, let's talk about the opening line. Well, okay. Overall thoughts. I like to do that first. What were your, what, uh, did, what would you think of this episode? Did you like it? Mediocre? Hated it? Thoughts? Um, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, obviously it was, that was weird. It was mostly focused on Hook. Um, and I'm not saying it because obviously they play Hook in our thing, but like, it's just, I enjoyed it because we got old Hook. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like. Like, the sassy, dark side of Hook, which I always... I think that's what everybody enjoys about Hook. You know what I mean? And and, and, and why people enjoy... You know, people. those of you guys who do enjoy Hook, it's because of that original introduction and his, you know, his, his spice. So I, I, I enjoyed that, uh, that there was a lot more of that in this episode. Yeah, I agree. I like this episode. Um... It wasn't my favorite episode, but I, I liked it, and I, I liked seeing the same. I liked seeing old Captain Hook, and um, and then I, I liked some of the Hook-Henry scenes I thought were were nice, um, you know, kind of seeing them as homebodies. I would have killed to have seen Hook actually play Nintendo with his Hook hand. Yeah. And <laughs> not Nintendo, but Xbox. Whatever it Whatever was, it was. Yeah. We're old school, but... Um, because that would have been... That, I, I, I wish there would have been that moment. Um, but yeah, overall, I liked it. Um, I felt like there were a lot of kind of... I like, I like scenes at the hospital at Storybrooke. I like I like when, this, when we get episodes that have hospital scenes because it really feels like that homey kind of small town Yeah, Dr. Wilde said he'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it reminds it just reminds me of the original season and there's a lot that happened at the hospitals and all my favorite things tend to happen at the hospital. Yeah. Uh, in Storybook. Um so with that said, let's talk about some things here. Um, I, I did expect more to because Mrs. Nikki sent out a tweet and was like I don't know, I keep, I'm paraphrasing but I knew it. I told you Hook was bad. I'm sorry, Notorious, but Hook is bad. So I'm expecting, like, there was some fucking monstrous, like, reveal that he, like, killed somebody or, you know, just did something grimy. But, of course, it's just a sensitive Swan Queen fan trying to jump out at, at Hook. Ace, why do you always try to, like, when I, you stress me out because I think, <laughs> oh, my God, we're going to get so slammed on the internet You're again. not going to get slammed. The three people that are listening to this know where I'm coming from. <laughs> Let me just... you. Ha- I feel like you always have to come with a warning. Like, you... Because some people don't get your humor. If they're listening to this podcast, they get it. <laughs> okay. So. Anyway. We're all good. Because, honestly, if two women got together on this show, I think you'd be all about that. But well, did I give any indication that I wouldn't be? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, 
she jumped the gun. Yeah. <laughs> it was all resolved in the end. Hook was a good guy again. So, <laughs> and honestly, I would prefer he would have stayed bad. <laughs> so, anyway, okay. So let's talk about the very first thing that popped up on this episode was that you know usually it says like three hundred years ago or twenty five years ago, and it said the time of the dark curse. You have Chipotle in your teeth. I guess. <laughs> oh my God, Ace! <laughs> Sorry, I just I'm in my angle. I'm gonna be staring at it all podcast. Let's get it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like your third tooth back from your front. Babe, tooth. I'll get it. I'll talk. I'll get it later. No, no, I'm looking right at it. It's like a big piece of like well, cabbage or something. Get I don't know. <laughs> you look at that. It's lettuce. It was a piece of bean, pinto bean. <laughs> <laughs> you love me. I don't know. That's love. I do. It I take love. care of you. You <laughs> take care of me. <laughs> you embarrass me though. Your your love comes with like it stresses me out. It keeps you young. Does not. I think it adds years to my life, uh, or takes away years from my life, or adds years to my life. But you're right there next to me. <laughs> no, I know. God, you that even was wrote super down cheesy. in your notes to kiss A's. How cute. No, I didn't. Oh my god, <laughs> you wrote that in. What did I write down? Time to kiss A's. Oh, then give me one. Oh, I did. Ace, we're on this podcast live. Just Come on, babe. Right. True love's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a kiss. So cheesy right now. I can't. People so would think good. we're drunk right now. I know. We're just tired. All right. I, I'm, I'll kiss you after this podcast. <laughs> All right. So you were saying instead of oh, saying God. five years ago or whatever. Yeah, it said time of the dark curse. Which yeah. is just I think they were just like. What do we say? What was it? I can't remember. Let's just write this in. Yeah. And then I want to talk about the giant squid. The graphic? The graphic. The huge. Coming in for the once logo. Tentacled. What did you call it? You were like, we both looked at each other and we're like, ah. And and I I said it was, that was kind of (laughs) vaginally. It's a weird fucking squid. And then, of course, the shot in the actual episode of the squid was just big old squid. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. They know. Okay. So I want to talk about the evil queen a little bit because there are a few things I wrote down. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what you're doing here, but I had said a couple weeks ago, what does Alina call the evil queen now? Because you can't just call her evil queen. She's your sister. And so I said, I offered up a suggestion and one of them was Queenie, which is my nickname that I've had since college. And what did Evil Queen say to Regina? Bring it, Queenie. Nope. It was Regina who said that to the Evil Queen. Yes. (laughs) But I got excited because, A, that's my nickname, and, B, I said it early. I like Regina Evil Queen scenes. Those are fun. Will she call her Cuba Dubes like I call you? No. But anyway. Uh, We also had uh, the Evil Queen with Rumpelstiltskin. We got a little... Yeah, we definitely got... That. Which I want to cut to uh, a question and a comment from one of our readers here. Or maybe I should wait so Kevin can cue the, the music. Okay, why don't we just call it yeah, nope. faggot. We're going to go for it. Um, faggot all. Faggot all. So we had a question or comment regarding Regina and Rumpel. We had a few of them actually that came through. And as I scroll down, I will find this eventually. Which was mm, who from at Michelle Baviera says, 
What did you guys think about the Golden Queen kiss? Do you think there will be more to come? Hashtag once upon a way. Um, yeah, I think that's the start of something. I think we got from the way it was shot that Rumpel was, he was resistant, but then at the end he seemed a little into it. Would you agree? Well, he definitely didn't back away from that awkward-ass two inches apart pose. So, yeah. Yes. And then um, it was it was hot, but it felt a little forced. I wasn't quite there yet. You know, I wasn't quite like, yeah, do it, do it. It was like, ah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I and, mean, it, it, it worked, but it was definitely uncomfortable. <laughs> It was uncomfortable. <laughs> especially. It was like watching your parents kiss a little especially, bit. Especially, I know there's just something about, especially about, especially with, um, they did a good job with showing Belle walking up to the pawn shop and you're like, uh, is she going to bust in on these fools? Yeah. That was, that was smart. The little Yeah. Trick. And then she didn't. I like that she didn't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, at Michelle also followed up with, um, what do you think will happen when Belle inevitably finds out about the evil queen and Rumpel? Um, first of all, I want to say I am really enjoying what they're doing with Belle more and more and more. And I think it's playing to Emily DeRaven's strengths as an actor, too. In terms of her not really having a lot. No. Ace, that's terrible. Is that not what you were getting to? No, her oh. strength. No, I feel like they, they've they made her character a little bit... S- simpler. Simpler. Right. Yeah. Like, they're not trying to make her this warrior girl. They're not trying to make her the, like, always in the library girl. Like, yeah. they're not trying to make her this codependent, I love Rumpel no matter what girl. Yeah. Um, but they're... She's focusing on her baby. Yeah. She's a mother. Yeah. Which is who she is now in yeah. real life. She's a mother. She's a, a mother-to-be. I don't know. It's just, it's, she's more grounded and realistic. It feels like a more modern kind of character now. and. Yeah. I um, I like just the way they're writing for her character, and, and it's making us still there's still that soft side that's there that likes Rumple, and we and I, I feel like it's more relatable now. Like I know I understand, you know, because it's not just this total like goodbye Rumple. It's it's this it's very real and very hard, and and these are things that happen to people in real life, you know. So, sure, I like but it. not I, like having the dark one as your baby's yeah. father. But there are certainly some ex boyfriends that I would say could qualify as that and i like how they what we see is that in that last scene with her slipping the envelope under the door it says a lot without saying a lot you know like it, i thought it was a, a a nice rounded moment for her for the arc for the character and for her love for gold too and and you know which also puts her establishes the tough position she's in yeah. Yeah. No, I would agree. Um, I have a... So, okay. Coming back to the Evil Queen. The the first scene that she had with um, Rumpelstiltskin was very flirtatious. It was that, that teacher, um, you know, sort of like, oh, remember how we used to be teacher-student? And she was very flirty. What do you think of that scene? Well, this is the scene leading up to the kiss. Yes, right? before. Before the kiss. Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, I I kind of lumped them all together. They just split up throughout the episode. But yeah, they they were. I don't know. I I enjoyed them. I mean, I you know, 
the character is is interesting. So it's you know and and, and which character the evil queen and Lana's doing good stuff with it. So yeah, I'm always gonna enjoy that. You know, um, I kind of wish though. Like she was flirty, and I liked that. I think I feel like they were pushing it because they knew where the episode was gonna go. I she played it very like schoolgirly, like like <laughs> you know that kind of flirty, um, and I like when I prefer when the evil queen is more womanly flirty. Does that make sense? Less of that like little you know baby high pitched voice kind of flirtatious, and more of this like dame flirtatious like I don't have to move I don't have to do anything because I know you want me that kind of a, that kind of flirty mm. so I yeah for me there was something that rubbed me the wrong way with the higher pitch flirty it just didn't feel like the evil queen character to me I don't know maybe maybe I'm wrong like I, I liked the other flirtatious Rumpelstiltskin scenes from earlier in this season because it was more of that. More subtle. More subtle. And sh- you could feel the attraction, which is why I guess I didn't feel anything for these rum- these Golden Queen, uh, which just reminds me of Golden Shower every time I hear that, and I can't I can't get behind it. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, what? we have to come up with an alternative name for that. It, it's called Golden Shower? No, 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 no. Babe, oh. that's when someone pees on you. No, this I know. Is... Well, what do you mean? You have to come up with an No, Golden Queen is the name, or Gold Queen. Golden Queen is the name of the oh. ship name for Rumple and the... Um, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it either. I hate it. Um, let's talk about... Queen's Gold. The Queen's Gold. I don't know. We'll think about it. Um, let's talk about Aladdin. There was a lot of him in this. Yes. I like your observation and your comment that they should have just had the knave... Be Aladdin. Be Aladdin. They should have just revealed that the knave was also Aladdin. Because, honestly, it's the same character, just about. And the knave, I find way more enjoyable watching. And is an enjoyable character. I miss the knave. And so, how fun would that have been to have revealed that somehow he was Aladdin? And, and it makes sense, because he would have gotten stuck in this, like, untold stories place obviously the aladdin and jasmine have been in some sort of time warp and aladdin had been fucking hiding out in storybrooke the entire time anyway so it just it i just don't understand i mean i don't know what after they just they was, just but. wanted to make a big impact you know if, if they would have revealed the knave as aladdin well i think it would have satisfied us in a lot you know a lot more ways the there was there would be no you know I mean, let's be honest. Like they're like, "Oh, Jasmine's coming," but when they announced Aladdin, it, there was a bigger buzz. You know, I just think that it's not. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I mean, it, for them to say Aladdin's coming to Storybrooke and, and it, as a new character, I think it, it, it creates more intrigue for for their marketing and all that jazz. Maybe for their marketing, but I, I think, I think Aladdin as a general. I don't know if it's Aladdin the person, but just Aladdin as a general. I mean, I think a lot of people have been really excited about Karen David and Jasmine and all that. Um, yeah, I'm just not, I mean, he's fine. He's fine. He's just not, he's just not popping, you know? He's just not a character that I'm like, yes, I want to see more scenes with him, you yeah. know? Well, and it's it's just, there's nothing that they've been doing with his character that has, hasn't really been yeah. anything but and, serving a purpose of the story. You know what I mean? It's right. just like, he's just a tool right now. Yeah. He's not really... A, a big part of anything yet. And I have to say, and I and I like Karen David, and I think she's giving a very sweet, uh, sincere performance of Jasmine. 
Um, and I, I do think maybe it's more the writing, but she's not popping for me either. No. You know, and, and it's, both of them fall a little flat. I wish they would have done something a little, um... It's hard. I think it's a lot hard. of it is the It's writing. a hard I think cast. a lot of it, it's not written, it, it's just not written to be what we expect and know of those characters. Yeah. Yet, like, both know? of those characters are fiery kind of characters. Yeah, and there's none of that right now. And, um... So that that is falling a little bit flat for me. Um, what did you think overall of the hook kind of back story here? Um, what were your thoughts on it? We found out that Liam was the first mate of, of Captain Nemo, um, which was an interesting twist. You know, I was wondering when we were going to reveal Liam, um, but. I mean, dang, they worked through that issue real quick. <laughs> it took yeah. like a couple hours. Yep. And they were like, it's okay, you killed Pops. Let's be besties. I, I was still a little unclear with how Nemo ended up in... Yeah, I know, because I, I, that was one of those that I kind of like... Maybe was like looking down when they when they said like how Nemo got to well he just said he got he, to the mystery I don't know he, he just explained I took him yeah that he could be here in Storybrooke but I would think that Nemo would have died then because Hyde took the milk or the the maid from the one story that I'm totally blanking on one of the earlier episodes it was the maid that um, what's his face couldn't poison. God, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm sorry, Jekyll guys. Jekyll couldn't poison. No, not Jekyll. Oh, um, oh it's like the... Oh, they were giving wine, and he couldn't poison the one girl. Anyway, but so he... She went to the land of untold stories, and then as soon as she came back, she died because she her story came through. So I'm... Why Captain Nemo wouldn't die if we're following the same rules, I'm confused. So... And I've probably just confused everybody listening. But yeah. if you understand what I'm saying... And you have an answer to this because I'm highly exhausted. Uh, tweet us. <laughs> um, Where's Hyde? Hyde's dead right now. Oh, I know he's dead. Um, I for the Hook backstory in general. I mean, we started with Henry and and Hook not getting along, and we actually had Nikki uh, at theater um, theater girl one two one six wrote. Um, do we think that the evil queen egged, um, hold on one second, I got this, so many tweets I have to roll through, what da da, let me just sing for you while I do that, okay, she wrote, do you feel the evil queen put the idea of disliking Hook in Henry's head or just exasperated it? Well, no. We, we already saw that Henry, Henry went out to take the trash and was already not feeling Hook. Yeah. Of his damn pop tart. Yes. <laughs> and I think Which Henry are... should not be eating pop tarts. My yeah. sister ate a pop tart once and fainted. Okay, like we had to replace those in my house. Hook is because they're bad smart. for you. There's nothing nutritious about a pop tart. No scurvy in this people. house. No scurvy. This exactly. No, they were already kind of baiting with that to begin with. Yeah. And she comes no, out perfect so. timing and says, "By the way, do you want him to dislike him more? Here's this." Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and I agree. I think Nikki also commented that she thought that they wrapped up the Henry Hook conflict too soon. Um, and I would agree with that. I think I think they could have been played out a little longer. I Absolutely. mean, I don't know they, where... They, they, any opportunity they could have had to extend turmoil and conflict. That's what we're lacking. 
they, they just wrap it up right away. They wrapped up two major conflicts. Right. Well, I mean, I think what we're seeing overall the arc is that three. We see we see the evil queen trying to cause mayhem among the charmings, mayhem among the charmings, mayhem among the charmings, and each episode we're seeing that doesn't go through. That doesn't go through. So that was this story is that it Henry doesn't you know it doesn't go through. So now the evil queen is feels like she needs to make out with Rumple and then take Snow White's heart. Um, so. I'm not really sure why she didn't just want to do that from the start, but <laughs> that's now the new sort of her new mission. So I get as like a whole, if you're looking at the season, you know, as a whole, the episode makes sense in terms of just there's just this quick conflict and then it's over. But I think it would have been interesting to have as a backstory to this, not part of the Evil Queen mission, but just as a backstory, is Henry dealing with the fact that she's with Hook now and um, and that he's moved in. Yeah. Yeah, I like the game, uh, the throwback to the, you know, sort of the Xbox situation and the Wookiee alternate universe line was kind of funny. A little cheesy, yeah, but kind of I mean, funny. It was, it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like, I do, uh, my overall thing, I like OG Captain Hook a lot. And um, I think, you know, I just like him playing it, Colin O'Donoghue playing it. I wish they would find a way to bring more of that into modern hook or today's hook. You know, a little bit more of this uh, the I, charm. I, about yeah, it. I agree. I mean, I think we got more of it this episode for sure. Like uh, all the references, and he was extra piratey today with his mates and eyes and all that. Or this episode, I should say, with his mates and eyes and. The scurvy, like you know, they definitely were in that zone when writing this episode. You could tell, but yeah, you're right. There needs to be. But I wanted more. even more. No, of course, there needs to be. More. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't mind if he, if we were to get some sort of reveal that he was bad, or 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 just to extend the, the conflict. You know, the, extend the conflict with Henry. Extend the conflict with Liam. Uh, ex, you know, don't indicate that we are gonna be okay with Hook and Emma so quickly. You know, like maybe there's more. Turmoil there. I don't know. It just it, it all gets wrapped up so fast. There's there's nothing to to hold us over and, and and play into what you're you're saying. I think even more. Yes, I agree. Because I think um, what happens is is then, and this is a very actory thing I'm about to say. So forgive me, but I think what happens then is Colin sort of does this thing where he whispers his lines when he's more of that like sincere hook kind of thing, and it drives me back in nuts and um it just it comes across as soap opera to me whereas when he's on his voice and he's captain hook and he's smarmy and he just lets himself play around like it's more rooted it's more genuine it's more it's more fun to watch um and so i think you're fun to watch am i fun to watch you are thank you so i liked when it was the first start of season four and you had and Emma and Hook sort of figuring out what they were. He was kind of a blend of that in, in the beginning of season four, I thought. Like a little bit of a a, a blend mm. of that. And then he like got his old hand back and it was weird after, from that point on. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, that's my thoughts. My thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. What is that note you have there? New, just chill, Lynn. Oh, when, when um, Hook got attacked by the squid... Captain Nemo was just oh, like, yeah, he wasn't totally even like, oblivious. He's like yelling out. Liam turns around. Liam's still, or the other guy's still looking away. And then yeah. 
That was weird. That was weird. Yeah, but whatever. Um, what else should we cover? I felt like I had a thought and it left me. Um, Wookie, Wookie, give me your cookies. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, I got one. See? It so worked. Here's a, and it's time for... Well, I don't know if this is so much a theory, it's just a question. So, Kevin, I'll leave it to your discretion if you want to play the music. Theory time. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the song. Here's the song. Once upon a theory. And it, Kevin, something mystical. Or just steal from Buffy. I got a theory. I've got a theory. It doesn't matter. What can we face if we're together? But... So now that the evil queen has the Shias, who or what do you think she's going to use them on? I am open to your interpretation because I feel like I missed the episode quote or parentheses episodes that I have no idea how these shears work. I've never I don't remember them ever before this, so I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. They were not on a previous episode outside of this season. How do we know about the shears? It's, a, it's like a it's a Greek mythology. These are the shears of the fate. There are three, like, fates. Have you ever seen Hercules, the cartoon? Yeah, but I, I, I usually just, like, play it to sing all the songs. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, okay. Learn me, boo. Learn, Learn me. you. Well, I hope this means King Arthur is coming back. <laughs> but... Um, so they have the three fates, and they have these, like, strands, okay, that they, if they cut them, it changes the fate. Okay. Okay? But they, only they can change the fate. So it only changed the fate like, moving forward, so in, anybody that's died can't come back. Well, right, but then you're dealing with the underworld and that kind of stuff, so I'm just going to go with, yes, you're right. So whatever the... They can cut the strands of fate. So right, like if somebody's died, it's implied that that was their the end of their fate. Right, they cut it. So, yeah. Okay. So. <clears throat> so what do you think um, they might use? The evil queen might use those scissors on to bring back her lover hide. Okay, because we do know we do know they go back to the underworld at some point this season because we know because Victoria told us she was on the show. And we know that King Arthur is also coming back because Victoria told us that King Arthur is also with her. These are major spoiler points. I know. I'm not sure if this has been announced. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's happening. So we know that. Um, so we know that the underworld is happening, which is my guess that they go back and they get hide um, somehow. Well, because you can use the shears more than once. Oh. But when they cut the strand, that means you die. So I don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to go but get hide back from the other. Isn't Aladdin still alive? Didn't he cut some strand or some shit? He cut his savior fate. Okay, so like he, he's no longer the savior. So he cut that fate. Okay, so there's many strands. There's oh, many okay. different things. So um, this is just too complicated. So I know it is. So Rumpelstiltskin obviously wants Bell to re- be reunited with Belle and his family. So that's what his interest is in the shears. Um, the evil queen, I think, maybe wants to separate herself from Regina because she knows she can't kill Regina because that means it's the end of her. But she also knows she can only get so far with Regina still alive. So I think she might use them or might use them on Emma, uh, which is why we see Emma's sword fighting and not using magic in that 
flash forward. I don't know. These are just thoughts. Who the hell teaches her how to sword fight? She's a charming babe. She doesn't need to learn. She has it in her. Boy. It could be like um. Can we? Fucking Keanu Reeves style from The Matrix. Just download, download the info. Can we talk about how, okay, the Charmings were saving Archie, and the next scene he's wheeling in fucking Nemo from the forest. Like, why is Charming loitering in the forest? Oh, I happen to find this guy in the forest bloodied up and blah, blah, blah. Like, God, get a life. Why is he in the forest by himself? He's the sheriff, baby. He's like just yeah, okay. Manning so is that thing. his jurisdiction? I mean, he doesn't have a better place to to cover than like let's go wander through this forest and see, you know, if I find anything weird. I mean, I think Charmy's got a bay out there or something. What's going on? <laughs> okay, that could be a fun game. Uh, so to our, our listeners out there, who is Charming's honey on the side? Yeah. <laughs> so, hashtag Charming side. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's charming having an affair is, with in the forest? Why is he keeping? He brought side? Emma out there to look. I mean, he obviously knows that's a hot spot. So what, what's yeah, going on with this forest? Yeah, I don't know, babe. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have solutions. I I only have. I don't know. I just like to I throw things out there. You do. I've noticed this. Uh, well, I think that's about it for all of our thoughts. That's it. It's time to watch some Walking Dead. We wish everybody a happy. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, hope, hope, it, hope it went well. It's so weird to not end this with a please buy tickets for our next show. Uh, they can um, buy a Christmas album. You can buy a Christmas yeah. album. And and Kevin's going to exit this whole episode with some Monster Mash. Or lead in with some Monster Mash. That might be even better. I don't know, but it, that'll be like in November. I think it's too late. It's in theme. I mean, if you, all these places are still doing stuff till like November fifth is Halloween. I think theme. maybe exit with Monster Mash. Yeah, we did the mash. Uh, uh, we did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. You know what you should do? What? We should, should I do it as high? You should do it as high. I we should make that. a video. We should make yeah, a let's video. Do, that. do you guys want to see this? Yes. If you get if we get enough votes, I'll fucking throw down. We'll, we'll record a Monster Mash video music video with me as Hyde. We can do that. We're going to do this. But we got to go find contacts because now it's illegal to have bicolored contacts without a prescription. I don't need contacts for him. He doesn't have contacts. He has red eyes. No, he has that red bloody shit he in his eyes. He has red eyes. Does he? Yeah. I'll find him. Yeah. I got my ways. All right. So they we're going to check Fall on. off the back of the truck. Speaking of, we just had orders come through for some of the CDs. ka <laughs> Thank you, whoever that is. <laughs> Awesome. All right, guys, we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been Once Upon a Wine. We will see you very soon. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. My monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. Wow. From my laboratory in the castle east wow. to the master bedroom where the vampires feast, wow. the ghouls all came from their humble. Get a jolt from 
my electro. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. Zombies were having fun. In a shoebox. The party had just begun. In a shoebox. The guest included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. To my Transylvania twist. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on and it's flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Jack's a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. To my door, tell them what it said. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And you my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. Oh. 